0: Welcome to All Things Yoga. I'm Hillary Lockwood. So, we are in our new studio setup and it is badass. Feels so good to be in here this way. Um, I've got a lot of great guests coming to you this year. Super excited about it and a lot of really cool stuff coming up. So, I will keep you posted. Dot, 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 suspense. <laughs> so, we are on Aparigraha which is the fifth yama, the last yama. And remember that yamas are uh, universal moral codes or essentially the way that we behave to each other in the world. Um, So aparigraha means non-grasping. It can mean non-coveting. It can mean, my favorite explanation of this is loosen the grip to eventually let go. And you guys, you know, that's one of the hardest things. The practice is to let go, right? I mean, letting go of something truly means that you never revisit it again. It means that you, in thought, word, or action, you never revisit this trauma, this situation, this moment, uh, this person, whatever it may be. So it's interesting. It's an interesting concept and it's difficult, you know, like a lot of the practice, the idea of truly letting something go is hard, a past love, Um, but I feel especially the traumas and, and I'll get into that. The reason that I love this idea of loosening the grip is because this is something that's really applicable. You know, like we can think about how tightly we hold on to things. We can really stop, take a step back and go, all right, I am literally white knuckling this piece of my life and I need to ease up. It's cliches exist for a reason, right? The tighter you squeeze something, the more likely you are to destroy it. The faster you run after something, the more likely it is to run away. So, and that's that's the idea is that can I truly just loosen the grip? Can I can I lighten up? Can I take a breath and try to surrender into a moment rather than holding on so tightly to it out of fear of losing it? And that really is often why we're doing what we're doing, is that deep-seated fear of losing something, someone. Loosening the grip on little things first, right? I mean, that's last episode I gave you guys five things and I'm hoping that those are working. Um, Please like, subscribe and leave reviews, you guys. But we start with the simple things because those are the things that sit right at the surface. And until we get rid of those, we can't pare down into the deeper pieces. We can't dig in to the deeper things that we really need to deal with that need to be processed, that need to be loosened up on, that need to be eventually let go of. And so we start with these things that are maybe even seem silly, little. What can I loosen the grip on? How about my morning routine? How about an idea of a job, an expectation? How about the expectation I have for myself? Can I just take a step back, take a breath, and lighten up? Uh, Just to lighten up on yourself. Give yourself a, a break. If you think about loosening the grip, it allows you to truly glance out, glance in, glance around and go, shit, I'm holding on so tightly to this idea that I've just lost five other ideas, right? If you're chasing a promotion on a job, you're possibly missing so many opportunities in the middle because your goal is set on one thing rather than, you know, allowing a present moment to lead you to something that maybe truly is your life's path. This bigger idea of of letting go, of non-grasping, I think we do this in asana a lot, right? We see a fancy posture on Instagram. We see or hear these big ideas of the practice, and we even get really goal oriented in yoga, in asana, whether that's asana, meditation, pranayama, whatever it is. And we think, ah, today I'm going to go into class and I'm going to, I'm going to get this posture. I'm so close. And I know if I'm in the room with my teacher, I'm going to find it. That's amazing. But I'm telling you with that level of expectation, it gets really difficult to be present in your practice. If we can allow this just loosening and I think about a handstand de a where the the fingers are interlaced and honestly any bind in the practice look at your hands look at your other toes. what's happening if they are like so hunt crunched up or your knuckles are literally turning white it's too much. you're working too hard. there has to be this balance between effort and effortlessness. Or would I like to say this equal effort between strength and softness to lead us to the effortlessness? See if you can lighten up on the goals. And listen, that doesn't mean that, you know, you get lazy and just decide, well, I'm being present, I'm being lazy, I'm not doing anything. That's not, don't use it as an excuse, The idea is that we are living to our absolute potential, in practice what I like to say, our practice potential, and that we're living truly in our practice potential, which means we're always striving for the walls being blown open in the present moment that we're in right in the relationship that you're in can you love so hard and so big that it truly just just blasts open any expectation that you may have had for that day it's a really good hope right can you loosen the grip on needing a posture on the mat can you loosen the grip on you know thinking i'm going to practice 7 days a week 3 hours a day that's you guys that's a lot can we just simply loosen the grip and honor, tune in, and honor intuitively what it is that we need and what's going to nurture us on that given day? Non-coveting comes into this as well, and this uh, asteya comes into play here a little bit as well. The, the idea of you know, being given something and feeling the obligation and then feeling that need to return, and this is the same thing as hanging on right? If someone gives you a gift and you now hold this obligation inside of your belly, your heart, your head, you haven't allowed yourself to receive something with pure intention. So non-coveting, you know, not being greedy. We get really greedy and we take more than we need and we have more than we need. And, you know, I'll always say this about the yamas and niyamas, they're all the same. You, You can't, Uh, this is almost the same as a stea. It's like you can't, if you're taking more than you need, it's essentially stealing. If you borrowed something from someone and you didn't give it back, you stole it. But this is also hoarding, right? Like I'm going to collect so much of this thing or so much of that thing. I'm going to collect all the books I can on yoga. I'm going to I love that example too, because the sutras actually bring that up. They say you can read every book in the library, but unless it strikes your soul, unless it speaks to you in the deepest way, you do not need that book. You need to gift it, you need to share it, you need to, you know, let it go. And, you know, maybe at some point in your life in a present moment you feel the need to revisit it because you're ready to jump into it because you're ready to actually process presently what that book has to say or what you're reading uh, in the in the biggest ways of letting go i feel like you know we have to think about loss and grief and how smriti, how memory is part of mind clutter and tends to get in the way, whether the memory is good or bad. Um, I have lost people that I've loved, and I think most of us have. And the idea of letting go of those people is really difficult. But here's what I love. I love this idea of presently processing past because, you know, I, you know, the joke in the studio is if you smell a cigarette smoke, it's my brother. That is me being so present in this idea of feeling him and knowing that he's with me and for whatever reason felt the need to show himself in that moment on that day. Um, I feel like that's a really present process. If I were to sit down and go backwards to a date or a time or a moment that we had together, as children, that's different. That really is pulling me past into a space of uh, deep sadness and, and deep nostalgia. And I don't know that that serves a present purpose. It, it really feels for me as if it takes me so far back that I end up stuck in the walls of sadness and grief. I would rather process presently that moment that I'm having with this cigarette smoke or, you know, like with my stepdad, certain songs come on the radio and I I have to just giggle. You know, I, I believe in all of that and I believe that we're shown these moments of being protected and connected when we need those moments the most. And I think it's important to be intuitive enough to really feel those and to pay attention. Letting go of ideas, of expectations, letting go of people, of great loves, is so hard on the heart. And I I think if we really do allow ourselves those moments to be present in that letting go, you know, abuse, domestic, sexual, I don't ever want anyone traveling backward into that moment, but I know that those those things impact who we are and every decision we make, every relationship that we have, can we find a way in the depth and the source of our own power? Can we find a way to breathe in what we're presently feeling and to breathe out guilt, blame, shame. Can we find a way to let go of the past impression that was made from these traumas, from these hurts, these great hurts? Can we breathe out the past impression, the held memory, the physical ache in the body, the hatred, anger, resentment, fear, doubt, mistrust in the mind so that we can take in that new breath and say, okay, I see it, I see you. And today, today is the day that I begin to recognize that it's time to heal. Today is the day that with every single breath I take, I'm breathing you in, Presently, and I am breathing you out guilt. I am breathing you in trauma presently, and I am breathing you out blame. I am breathing you in presently, and I am breathing you out shame. There are so many things that happen to us in our lives, you guys, and these things they make our story ours you will gain so much independent power from owning the healing that happens when you let go of past hurt. And I mean that. The, the power of insight is one of the greatest tools as human beings that we have. And this power of insight to say, I know, to someone else, I know what this feels like. I know what sexual assault feels like. I know what rape, molestation feels like. I know what rejection or neglect feels like. I know what a physical abuse or assault feels like. And in that honoring that everyone's circumstance is so different, honoring that I do, I have some insight into this. And in that place of insight, I. Can show you great love and great compassion from a place of me that's honest, from a place of me that has worked so deeply and desperately to let to bring down the walls that keep us from being our best, most powerful selves. This letting go also means letting go of an idea that you have of who you are, because past hurt, past trauma creates this idea of us, right? I am the person that was sexually molested. I am the person that was physically assaulted. I am the person who is sick with cancer. When we can let go of the stigmas of these things and recognize that there is a grieving process that happens within ourselves, and with every great change, we grieve the past us that we used to know. We grieve these ideas of who we believe we are. I am weaker because of it. I don't trust people because of it. I hate because of it. I am so fucking angry because of it. But all of this creates a falseness in you knowing you. It creates a false you that not only you carry inside of your guts, but that you then put into the world. This person that completely mistrusts Goes out into the world with this mistrust as a huge piece of who they are, and that's carried into every relationship. And because of it, maybe we choose the wrong people, or maybe we just stay away from love altogether. I'm going to focus on my career. I'm going. I'm focusing on this. I'm focusing on that. I don't have time. Right? We make all of these excuses when truly it's based on fear and neglect and shame and blame and guilt and all the shit that we're taught, told and shown until we breathe it in and we start to release, we loosen the grip on this idea of who we are. Well, I'm always going to be damaged. I'm always going to be that person. I'm always going to be that girl. I'm always going to be that guy. That's untrue. But until we release that idea, until we free that idea into the wind with our breath, we will be that girl, that guy, that they, that whomever, right? Breathe in the trauma. Own it. Because regardless of who we can blame it on. Don't blame it on yourself. Regardless, you're holding it. And so it has to be breathed away. It has to be let go of. I had so many ideas, you guys, about who I was going to be at 21 years old. When I began my asana practice, and I had been in my sutras for three years already, and I was a yogi, and I had all of these ideas, and then I got cancer. And I'm telling you, there was such a process of grief for me that I it was, it was similar to, not the same, But similar to losing someone else. That grief of, but I'm the healthiest person I know, but I'm a 15 year yogi, but how does this happen? How does this happen? That grief of thinking, I'm gonna be, you know, a singer and I've got this big voice and I'm gonna just these ideas that we paint in our heads when we have no idea. We have no idea. We We love to believe that we know and we don't know. We love to believe that the people, our parents, our siblings, our loved ones, our best friends, we love to believe that they are going to be with us for the entire duration of our lifetime. We do not know that, the sooner we let go of this idea of knowing, the easier life gets. And I mean, you see, it still brings me to tears. I still feel so deeply this space in me that remembers what it was to let her go, to let that Hillary go. Truly, but I will tell you from that place was born a human being that had such different and greater insight and understanding into life and death and how short life can be and how important the quality of our lives are and man, hug your loved ones and make sure they know that you love them because we don't know. Everything can change in a moment, in a snap. And it's, I mean, this feels very down and scary, but the sooner I freed that Hillary, the sooner I freed that expectation, that person I believed I was going to be, it gave me the room to become the person I am period. It gave me the room to become the me that I am now and that I continue to be. And I know that my days are simply moving forward, moving upward, trying to be as present as I can in this breath today, moving into. I do not look to five-year, 10-year goals. Just don't. I allow the things to happen as they happen. And I promise you, you guys, when you do that, when you find that freedom and that level of letting go and surrender, things will just snowball in the best ways. The things that you need will come. And then one opportunity leads to another opportunity and then another and another and another. Because You've allowed this loosening up, this lucid loosening of this great expectation. And maybe you've allowed yourself that moment of true grieving to say, I let you go. I let this big expectation, you, I let you go. I think a lot of us you know, I talk about this a lot, but we do when we're young, we have these ideas. And of course we want to set goals because isn't that what you do? And I think that it allows us this beginning, like as human beings, this beginning, like jumping off point to try to figure out who we are as grown people, you know, 18 to 25, we're struggling, right? We're trying to figure all of that out. And we have these goals because we need those jumping off points, because we need a place to say, okay, ha! Ah, what the hell am I going to do now? <laughs> right? I'm leaving my parents home. I'm, what am I going to do? How am I going to make money? Yada, yada. But once that happens and we found that we're no longer afraid of surviving, right? We can breathe it in and then simply breathe it out and take a gentle look truly at where we are presently and go from there. Say, this is my now. And in this place of now, what can I do today that is going to make me feel more empowered, make me feel freer, make me feel more in the great Essence of me, not in the great expectation of me. Can I loosen the grip on my money goals? Can I loosen the grip on my asana goals? Can I loosen the grip on my corporate goals? Can I loosen the grip on my relationship goals? And breathe it in and breathe out guilt. Breathe it in. Breathe out blame. Breathe it in, breathe out shame. I feel like we are often raised to be so goal goal oriented that, you know, if you loosen the grip and if you start to feel freer, you then feel guilty. I'm feeling bad for feeling good. What the hell, you guys? I'm feeling bad (laughs) for feeling good. That's wild, right? Don't feel bad for feeling good. Feel good, (laughs) period. Because that feeling good and the freedom of that feeling good is going to lead you to more feeling good and more and more, and then empowered and empowered and empowered and holy crap look around. I've just started a company. I've just started three companies. I just got a promotion. How'd I do that? I was feeling really good. we are grand self-saboteurs, right? We love to self-sabotage our own goodness and accomplishments because they're never enough. Even when they happen, we're like, oh, I got this. Let's move on to the next thing. That is not letting go. That is not loosening the grip. That's continuing to chase and chase and chase. That is the definition of grasping. What are you grasping? be here while you're here. Be aware while you're here. Be happy, feel good, and don't feel bad about feeling good. want you to do this. I don't. And it's not, you guys, it's not only people that have trauma. It's people, we all have sadnesses. We all have angers. We all have frustrations. We all have deadlines. We all have criticisms to self and others. Breathe in, breathe out guilt, breathe it in, breathe out blame, breathe it in, breathe out shame parikraha. Loosen the grip. Shanti. I am so excited to announce that I will be starting a Yoga Alliance approved 200 hour all virtual teacher training starting April 3rd running through June 26th of 2022. You can apply online at hilltopyoga.com or at hillarylockwood.com. I will see you soon. Time to train.